0: So it's important to understand, like, what drives me? What are my priorities in order to be able to move the needle forward?
1: Hey, welcome back to the program, everyone. I'm sitting here today with Carolina. Carolina, thank you so much for being part of the program.
0: Thank you for having me, Miguel. I'm really excited to be a part of your podcast.
1: Yes, ma'am. For those who are not familiar with the work you're doing, let them know about yourself.
0: Yeah, so um, my name is Carolina Roberts, and I am a coach that works exclusively with ambitious working moms, um, helping them to find breathing room so that they can actually have joy, energy, and fulfillment in their lives. And I've been doing this for a little bit over a year now. And what led me to do this type of coaching specifically is that I myself spent 25 years in the corporate world. I was an executive at two fortune five companies and on the outside, it looked like I had everything in my life, you know, the house, the husband, the kids. I was always the good girl with the good grades. But on the inside, I was just really, really struggling because there was just so many um, gender expectations and societal expectations that were pushed on me as a mother. And it was just really, really hard. And it wasn't until I myself um, discovered coaching that um, I finally was able to get some relief, some fulfillment and some joy. So that's what brought me into here. And that's why I wanna help more women more women to be able to find that fulfillment and joy, and most of all, energy. Because you need <laughs> a lot of energy these days to make it through, <laughs> that's for sure.
1: The word ambition seems to be almost taken as a negative thing. Oftentimes, people talk about motivation as a good thing, commitment, dedication, but ambition seems to be, I think, kind of a gray area. Help us understand what is ambition. Help us have a definition of it.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, this is, again, one of those words that is when you're a woman and you say you're ambitious, it's kind of like, whoa, what are you talking about? You can't Mm -hmm. be a woman and be ambitious. And, you know, through all, all of my career I was called ambitious. So that's why I wanted to say specifically that I want to work with ambitious women, women who are motivated to basically live the best life. That's all it means. And, you know, it shouldn't be like motivation is a part of it. But Mm -hmm. if you see it a different way, you know, you don't have to hustle and be ambitious. You just want to have that desire to live your best life, to enjoy life, to um, take advantage of everything that life has to offer.
1: Mm -hmm. So often individuals have dreams, goals, and and of course, they want to kind of create harmony or balance. Help us understand which one is it. Are we looking for harmony? Are we looking for balance or should we just just work things as they come?
0: Yeah. So I take a little bit of a different approach to my coaching because women specifically women that are working outside of the house have so much on their plate. And the first thing that happens to us is as a mother, you give up your workout Mm -hmm. or you stay late at work because a coworker needs extra help, or you are the last one to eat at the table, for example. Right. So you have all these things on your plate and all these emotions, especially from your children who are just, I mean, let's face it, children can just drain you. And no Mm -hmm. one talks about how draining it is to have an eight-year-old and a five-year-old or anything similar to those ages, Mm -hmm. it is extremely draining. So it is really hard to really have balance and harmony at the same time in your life. But what, we, but what you can have and what you can strive to have is the ability to be able to process all your emotions so that you are okay with whatever happens and you're actually at peace. And you do have a sense of harmony and contentment no matter what happens. And that's what I teach women through mindset work and looking at how, what are they thinking? And how are their thoughts creating their feelings? Cause that's very important. We mm-hmm. often forget, we think that feelings just pop out of anywhere. That's actually not true. We create our own feelings. And I think that is so empowering to understand that, that you mm-hmm. can actually create your feeling. Like, think about it. If you want to feel peaceful, think about a time that you felt peaceful for me. That is last year when we took six weeks off and we spent it in Costa Rica and I was at that beach. And whenever I want to feel peaceful, I take myself back to that beach and I'm feeling peaceful. You know, it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. what is coming up, but you're able to create your own emotions with that. So through doing deep mindset work, and this is really hard to manage your mind. It's not something that's easy to, to do. And I think that's where having a partner like a coach can really help you with that. So, so yeah, it's just really exciting to be able to help women um, not just find the harmony, but also their contentment and the fulfillment and joy.
1: How much has the pandemic or life after the pandemic have played a major factor with individuals living out their ambition. I mean, it, it seems as though a lot of people started their business or side hustle during that moment. But but in your version of in your sights and what you're seeing, how many individuals, how many women are actually after the pandemic saying, yep, I want to live my dream or or maybe not?
0: I think, honestly, a lot of women are just exhausted. Mm.
1: Um,
0: the pandemic affected women unproportionally, because let's face it when schools were shut down it was the women that stayed home or made the decision to maybe step back from their career to take care of the families so a lot of women are just exhausted because it's you, you, the pandemic you know when we're in like three years now three years and three weeks I believe in mm-hmm. this right? but there was never a recognition of everything that happened and the collective trauma that everybody went through. We're just expected not only now to have hold down a job and to be teaching kids all their schoolwork, you know, it's everything all at once. And I know I didn't sign up to be a teacher for a reason, you know, this <laughs> so is really hard. And then you add on top of it, there's no childcare. There's still no childcare, care availability for a lot of people and sometimes you settle for not the most perfect situation so there is a lot of exhaustion and i think like you know this is when especially a lot of women come to me because they are exhausted and they don't know why they're exhausted and i'm like a pandemic a war no <laughs> child care the expectations at work are back to what they used to we got a reprieve for maybe a few months But now it's just produce, 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 produce. And there isn't a thought that was given to the individual. And during the pandemic, a lot of people were thinking about like, oh, wow, it doesn't have to be this way. There's actually a different way that you're able to live. How do I do that? And as you know, we had the great um, resignation during that time because Mm -hmm. of that. And we have still not returned to the labor market Mm -hmm. numbers like unemployment is still significantly low because of that and I think a lot of women have started side hustles recently and are looking for ways to how do I change it how do I look at life in a in a different way and I think the pandemic if anything might have given people a little bit more of a dose of courage
1: yeah Most certainly. You know, at the start of the new year, individuals either set New Year's resolution or goals or they use one word. And this one word is supposed to anchor everything they do in the year. In that spectrum, where do you lie? Are you more of a one word person or you set New Year's resolutions or goals?
0: You know, I don't set New Year's resolutions. Um, I'm more I, I have found that you set near resolutions and you break them it just happens. I think January 7th is called quit day. (laughs) Most people have quit their, um, their resolution. What works for me is I have monthly goals that Mm -hmm. I set every 30 days. I think that works a lot better for me. And also what works for me is that word. And my words all go back to values. And I think this is so important for everybody to have is to understand like what are the top two values and i don't want to hear your top five values i don't even want to hear top three values i just want to know your top two values that Mm -hmm. drive you and that lead you to all decision making because this is the only way that you can really filter out what your priorities are so my prior my two words for the year are um authenticity and growth So the things that bring me growth and authenticity, those I'm saying yes to. If they're not, then that's not what I'm saying yes to. And this is really important. I think this is a very important aspect for women to understand. Because there are so many things that as society has been ingrained in women, like in regards to always saying yes to things, minimizing their accomplishments, or um, just taking on too much work or expecting somebody to recognize the accomplishments without really pointing out what your accomplishments were to it. So it's important to understand like what drives me? What are my priorities in order to be able to move the needle forward? You know, so when you're able to zero in on your values and to understand like these are the top two things you know, and I say too specifically, because it's really, really hard to come up with the two things that really define you. And I do this exercise in December every year to check, are these still the two things that are driving me? Because it could change, you know, mm-hmm. it could change to wanting more adventure, maybe the following year. But being able to do that and just keeping and checking everything by those things is really important.
1: You spoke about the two words that you established for the year. Yeah. But if you were to have one word that would anchor or describe or actually encapsulate your entire life's work, what would that word be?
0: I think spark. You know, I I spark things and sometimes not in a good way. Um, <laughs> no, but mostly in a good way. I mean most people will tell you that um You know, I, I work hard, but I also like to have fun. And, um, the way I run my practice too, is my coaching practice. That is, is that, you know, I'm serious and we really are able to create a lot of change in people's life, but we want to have fun at it because Mm -hmm. if you don't have fun, then it's just not going to stick and it's not going to be enjoyable. You won't be able to continue doing this 365 days a year if you're not enjoying something, Mm -hmm. you know? And and also, I mean, this is such a cliche to say, but life really is too short. And it's like the, the older you get, I think the more you see that where it's like, Oh my gosh, the days just move so much faster. Right. Mm -hmm. And the things, and just think about the habits in us that have stuck It's always the ones that we enjoy doing, but the things that we don't enjoy doing that are causing us too much pain and they're just too much work, they're not going to stick. So, you know, I like to, like I said, I like to create that sparkle because that just creates a lot of fun in your life and a lot of joy and it's just fun. So,
1: yeah. Carolina, for those who are connected and want to get connected with you, how could they do so?
0: Yeah, so I my Instagram handle and my website is bewellherenow all one word, dot com or as the handle bewellherenow on Instagram. Those are the two main places to get connected with me. It's either through Instagram or through my website.
1: Awesome, Carolina. Thank you so much for being part of the program.
0: Oh, thank you for having me, Miguel.